Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, the ESW, Jay, Brianna Lynn, Daddy J, Embers, William P, Lady, Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Good Girl, Lady Blooding, Six and Eight, Cassie, Primal Empress, Kaze, Clockwork Dork, Harley Gentleman, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Slut Queenie, Totoro and Bunnykins, Butte Pain, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B, Serenity Deb, Liv, Robert, Ruby R, Blossom, and Christopher. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, Patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Recently on TikTok, like you do, I know we start a lot of episodes this way. There was a comment on another creator's post. This was the comment. Any woman who will wear a collar for a man needs to have her head examined. Can I ask something? Sure. Was it written by a man? No. Ooh. I made a response video. Well, I didn't respond directly to the comment. I just made an overall video where I basically said, in high school, I wore his class ring to show I belonged to him. In college, I wore his hoodie to show I belonged to him. And when I got married, I wore the wedding ring that he gave me to show I belonged to him. Now, if I wear a collar to show I belong to him, What's the difference? Nobody questioned my health, my mental health with the others. Why are you questioning my mental health now? Anyway, it took off. It's Mm -hmm. at like 67,000 views. That's like your record, right? No, I have one that's almost a half a million. Ooh. But it's my second highest now. Okay. And it's, but it's my highest for shares, likes, comments, whatever. Didn't it make it to like the vanilla... Well, that's the problem when you go viral like that. You get to the vanilla side. Yeah. And that has started a whole host of comments. And some of the comments have been like, wow, thank you. Never looked at it that way. I've got two people right now. They're arguing back and forth. It's pretty funny. It's actually, we've actually been following it while we've been recording this morning. And it's hilarious. Of course, some people said, why are you wearing a dog collar? You're not a dog. Now, first of all, when did I say the word dog collar? Right? What, that was nowhere right? in any part of this. But then I, re- I did respond to that comment with, first of all, have you seen some of the way people treat their dogs? Right? Who? who what? Who are we talking about? I should be so lucky to be that pampered yes. and spoiled yes, by people. Yes, you should. <laughs> I make my dog's damn food. She gets people food. I cook it for her. But th- I said to Dara when this was all going on, I go, you know what? We got to do an episode on collars. 100%. 
I bet we can. I said to her, I bet we can go off on that for about an hour. It'll be hard to keep us to an hour. Mm, Probably. (laughs) Now, I'm sure you've probably seen BDSM collars and you think bondage collars and wondering. Lacy ones. You know, and and when you think of. Yeah. Oh, Oh, no, 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 no. What's like the super traditional one is like the big thick leather with the D O ring, D ring with the O ring on it, or even like the posture collars and stuff. The, the, the ones that go like from collarbone up to under your chin. Exactly. Okay. Well, I decided to go down the path of trying to discover where did collars start? Why is this a thing? Why is this a thing? Now, look, Kink has been around for forever. There are stories of basically dungeons in Victorian times. Dungeons that if we walked into and saw what they look like, we'd recognize things. Have you ever seen the articles about um, Catherine the Great's sex room? I have not. Oh, my God. They're amazing. And there's another one. There's an I don't remember what it was, but it, I think it was a Victorian contraption that looks like what a gyno chair looks like now, mm-hmm. except it was supposed to be for the man to strap himself in to like give him support. Ooh. Yeah. It was basically a fuck chair. Fun. Yeah. And then, of course, there's way, way, way back in the day, Pharaoh Dick. Pharaoh Dick? Yeah. I don't know about Pharaoh Dick. Yes, you do, because that was in uh, the episode with the guy who wrote the book on mindfuckery. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a it's a role play. He was role playing the pharaoh. Okay. You know, the little pharaoh peasant or mm-hmm. the little peasant. Yeah. But for all that it was around back then, collars were still not around then. It seems to be, at least from the research that I've done, collars actually first made their appearance in a fictional novel. Oh, my God. Which one? The story of O. Uh-oh. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I did not do that on purpose. And then I realized when I was doing it, I was like, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's, um. you know what? I don't think I've read that. Yeah, I told you. I went down the rabbit hole of trying to research where the college come from. No, now I have to read it. I think I have it on my Kindle. But here's what's even more fascinating. The person who wrote that, similar to the whole Fifty Shades thing, not an actual kingster. Okay, so what, just like a fantasy of theirs or something? It was an absolute fantasy. And therefore, as a result of being an absolute fantasy, she could make shit up. Right. And she made up collars. I'm going to be honest with you. When you were talking about it came from a fiction novel, I thought you were going to be talking about the gore books. Hold on. Oh, are we getting there? Don't get ahead of me. Okay, no, I'm sorry. I just, I honestly thought that's where it came from because it seemed like, never mind, we'll get there. So the author basically invented BDSM symbols like collars. Um, Wait. Wait for it. Hold on. She's pulling up the thesaurus How (laughs) thought-provoking. This poor woman is going to be haunted by the word interesting for the rest of her life. I can't do it anymore, you guys. (laughs) But since you bring up the gore novels, that's actually where... The concept of collars was brought into the forefront, into everybody's vision. So the the, the community as a whole kind of adopted it from that, or it just became yeah. like a media. Well, according to my research, 
the Gore, John Norman, who wrote the Gore novels, mm-hmm. he gave collars an enormous significance and a lot of power, which wasn't really present in the story of O. In the story of O, it was more just an accessory that they wore. Right. Okay. But in the Gore novels, they became a thing and they became something that meant something and had a lot of power involved in that. Have you ever read the Gore novels? I have not had the... I don't want to say privilege because it wouldn't be. No. I've heard, I've not heard kind things about it. I'm not a fan. Um, but then again, I, because I'm also not a fan of a lot of these because I don't like shit writing. So that's, that's always going to be my big problem. I don't like shit writing. So sorry to the fans of the novels, but y'all know it's shit writing. The, some of the concepts are cool. And so the coolest thing about it is it did spawn its own following and its own community. And there are actual followers of that practice. And they're called Gorians. Yes. It's an entire section of BDSM. It's really cool. They're the ones that are super duper high. What High protocol? That's the word? Yes. Yeah. Super high protocol. In fact, before I knew that Gorian was a thing, that's what I followed. And I didn't even realize it. And then I sort of relaxed. Yeah. But I had all of these. um, You had to memorize the positions that I wanted you to be in. And if I said a number, you had to be able to get into that position immediately. It was that level of high protocol. That's pretty intense. It was. But hey, you get to do you. If that's what makes if that's what gets your kink going. More power to you. That was what I was into at the time. Not so much anymore. Yeah. I, I went through a stage where I wanted to learn all the different positions, but I didn't realize that that was a part of the Gorian? Well, there's there's Gorian and there's high protocol. So Gorian is a part of the high protocol section. I don't know what you want to call it, but they're not not everybody that does high protocol follows Gorian. So it's like that whole thing. But um, it's interesting when you look at it from an academic standpoint. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> it's exciting when you look about, <laughs> at it from an academic standpoint. God fucking shit! <laughs> it's gonna be okay no i'm not gonna win <laughs> can't deal with this it's causing me stress rara i know i'm so sorry should we should let's talk about collars and see if okay. we can find fascinating things to talk about Un- unput downable things yes yeah i can't that doesn't even work <laughs> uh, so ever since starting from then the gorian and john norman Collars have taken on a really important symbolic role. Entire sets of practices have developed around collars. And there's a lot of misinformation about collars. So much. I'm pretty sure that's going to be most of the episode. Right? But the collar serves as a simple and elegant reminder of the relationship between a dominant and a submissive. Right? But what it is, it is a symbolic. Symbol. Thank you. I was gonna, that, that was I what mean, I was about to say. I mean, that really doesn't work that well. I was, I was about to say, and that's why I paused. I know. I heard that. I because heard your brain like, going, I can't say symbol. symbol right? A symbolic symbol? No, yeah. that's just too much. Uh, no, but it is a symbol. Yeah. Re- it, a representation? It is. A, thank you. A symbolic representation of the commitment that a dominant and a submissive have to each other. Now, I, I'm guessing that... Perhaps because traditionally it started with a male dominant, female submissive, 
that the collar was a piece of jewelry with the secret meaning. I could be totally wrong. I I have no idea. Uh, the only thing I can think of is just like the strip of leather part. That's the most traditional one. So I, I just don't know where that came from. But the reality is, is while we use the term collar, it can be so many things other than a literal collar. Yeah, it's I think the only people that really use dog collars, I mean, obviously you use them for puppy play. True. Right? You'd use that for that. And some people would use it for the um, objectification or dehumanization kink or degradation kink. I mean, one of my favorite collars is literally a pet collar that I got off of Etsy. And I just got the large size one. It's a kitten collar. It's just so flippin' cute because it's pink. See, that's the funny thing. I got a collar once. I think I got it off of Amazon but it's this absolutely gorgeous tooled leather, but it is pink, but it's got roses etched on it. Oh, pretty. It's beautiful. Came with a leash and everything. But you can have anklets. Yes. You we can have, have a friend that has an anklet. You can have bracelets. Mm-hmm. Doesn't daddy have something? Daddy, yeah. So I got him a collar because, like I said, we switch. But I wanted something for him to wear that represents, you know, the, going the other direction instead of just me just wearing a collar. Um, but I got a custom leather bracelet. It's like a twine kind of thing mm-hmm. or a woven, I guess you could say. And it has like a metal cuff. And on the inside of the cuff, I just put like a little heart. I didn't want to put anything crazy. I didn't put daddy's or mistress's good boy. Or I didn't put anything like that. I just put the heart. It wasn't the words we were going for. It was simply that he was wearing what amounted to a collar. And this is on top of the wedding rings we already wear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had the traditional collar, the big thick leather thing with the with the O-rings on it. But that's not really something you that's not really something you can wear every day. No. I had a necklace a ch- um with a charm And the charm was the Japanese symbol for slave. Oh, okay. Which when people would ask me what it represented, I would say love, which wasn't wrong. (laughs) The collar itself represented love. It was given to me out of love and received because I loved. Mm -hmm. So I was not wrong. My actual collar that I still wear is a just like a piece of jewelry. I think he picked it up from uh, like K's. It was it's a. They had this collection a couple of years ago. The princess of, collection, Yeah, the princess, right? the Disney princess collection. I, I remember when we were going through the pictures oh, and you were like, this one I want. This is the one I want. But I, you did the same thing with your engagement rings. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if I'm going to wear it, I get to choose it. So sorry. Anyway, but I wanted this particular one because it has a lot of representation to me about me. And if I'm going to wear it, it's going to have to look like something I would wear. So um, it is a really nice piece of jewelry. It's, you know, it was a somewhat on the more expensive side as far as collars go. But it's something I've worn consistently until it broke. Because daddy hasn't gotten fixed yet. So hint, hint. But Daddy J, you in twabble. It's been since July. Bad daddy. Well, it's currently in my jewelry box, but I still feel like it's mine. And it's still, even though I'm not currently wearing it, it still symbolizes that we are a couple in a power dynamic. And I actually found out the other day that he wore his collar. He wears it to work. I didn't know that. Yeah. And because it's not what people 
you know, an actual like thick leather collar with O-rings on it, people yeah. don't know. Nobody notices. Right? Nobody has any idea what it is unless we point it out. I gave my submissive an anklet. Yeah. I've seen that. I have seen people tattoo. See, that I won't do. Okay, but others have. I know that they have. I just, that's that's my personal limit because like if I break up with that person and I've still got a tattoo, I can't. Well, I had the words daddy's good girl tattooed onto me for my dom. Yes, I know that. And I thought you were nuts. I But I love it because it still represents who I am. I'm just not, I just don't have the daddy. Right. But since I still very much identify as a baby girl and as a good girl, that works I, for me. I can see it. And then I added to the tattoo so it's even more representative of who I am. But yeah, <laughs> tattoos are a thing there. The coolest one I ever heard was a friend of mine who identifies as a wolf. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So, and her husband is her dom, but she, they didn't see it as like a real power exchange kind of thing. They, they always said it was more of a partnership. And she said that she is a wild wolf that runs with her chosen person. So instead of a tattoo or an actual collar or anything, because you don't collar something that's wild, they got her uh, ear piercing, um, like a, what is it? The one, the cartilage piercing mm-hmm. up at the top. Yep. But it was like, um, it looked like the tag that you put on wolves to track oh, okay. them. So it was, it was him tagging her like they were out in the wild and he had to track her. Yeah. So I thought that was the coolest thing I've ever heard. It was, it was so different than anything I've ever heard as far as callers go before. I, it was so, so creative. I love that aspect of it. It, exactly. Collar, we, we, Somebody suggested we come up with a different term because we keep confusing people when we say collar. Yeah, they can't They can't seem to think of anything other than liter- a literal collar. As this vanilla on my TikTok account keeps commenting. Well, the thing is we have rings too and those are circular and they go on a part of your body and they show that you're a, it's a symbol of a commitment to a person. And that's what it is. It is the symbol of your dynamic and the commitment to the dynamic and to each other. For some people, when they exchange a collar, it is as meaningful and important and as deep of a commitment as a wedding ring. In our case, it was an engagement ring, right? Not everybody feels that way. And it doesn't mean one way's right, one way's wrong. Again, communication is the key, folks, because before you exchange that collar, make sure both sides understand what it means. Because if one of you thinks it's similar to an engagement ring, a wedding ring, and the other side doesn't, you're going to have problems. Yep. It's all about the communication. You have to negotiate that. You know how you negotiate a scene? You kind of have to negotiate your dynamic, too. Not kind of. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. Little, little sarcastic sure. in there. Sorry. So because some people view it that way, some people do collaring ceremonies mm-hmm. i thought i've i hosted one in my dungeon once it was a beautiful ceremony you had you had your mc who sort of did a little spiel similar to your forgot the word of uh, the person who leads a wedding ceremony the uh, the yeah there's there's a non-religious of, thank you see i knew there was a non-religious name for it so similar to officiant the mc kind of explained what was happening who the people were and a little spiel about that. And then each one committed to the other one. Mm-hmm. And the collar was put on. And we all went, yay! It was beautiful. I remember that. It was right? really cute. In my first dynamic when I was collared, 
it was just the two of us and we were alone and I got down on my knees at his feet and he made a commitment to me. I mean, it was a lie, but I didn't know it at the time. But he made, <laughs> I'm sure he meant it at the time. Mood. In that five minutes. Ooh. Um, sorry. It was Voldemort. So Shots I'm allowed. It's Voldemort. I'm allowed. And he made the commitment to me. I made the commitment to him. And then I was collared. And it didn't require anybody else. All of those are right. Some people, they just give it to them as a gift. Here, I got you a collar. Well, did, did you know how Daddy Jay gave me my collar? I don't know. It was my birthday. Aww. And I think we'd been together almost two years at that point. And we just moved into our house together a few months earlier. And it was really, really cute. And he gave me a stitch, a stuffed stitch. You know how he talks like this? I know who Stitch is. So it's one of my favorites. I love him. So anyway, he gives me a stuffed stitch. And I'm like, oh, this is great. It's amazing. And he goes, look what he's holding. And I was like, oh, it's a box. Oh, it's a box. box. I get jewelry. Hell yeah. So I open the box and it's my collar. Well, necklace. And then he actually explained, I got this for you as the collar. We had discussed it before. And then he just put it on my neck. And I was like, does this mean I'm yours now? Aww. And he's like, yeah, it absolutely does, baby girl. As I said, for most people, it is a commitment to each other, whether it's as much of a commitment as a marriage or as much commitment as a boyfriend-girlfriend. That's up to the individual caller. I mean, individual couple. I mean, it, it could be down to the individual caller. Well, that sort of is where I'm going to. There are people who want to just go from person to person and want a caller because they think in their head, that is a status symbol. I have a collar. Right. 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 It, it, is, it can be for sure a status symbol in the community. Well, that leads to the term Velcro collars. The first time I heard that, I was like, well, what? You, did you think it was like actual Velcro? I thought it was actual legit Velcro because right. you know how you can get those Velcro strips and, and just yes. snip them. And yeah, that's what I was thinking it was. And it amused me. <laughs> what the terminology really means is a collar that is just easy to take off. Take on and off. I mean, I've seen collars with Velcro on them right. as a way to get them on and off. Right. And that's legit. But that's as much as that's a a literal Velcro collar, this is a figurative Velcro collar oh. where the point being is the collar is the collar and the commitment that goes with it is is just easy to take on and off. Metaphors are confusing. Oh, God almighty. Yes, they are. <laughs> you okay there? I literally did that just to mess with you. You guys should see her face. It's great. She's just looking so exasperated at me right now. I don't know why. I do How this. did you not see that coming? Did you not see the look on my face when I leaned down into the mic? I was like, I probably I'm was do a thing. looking at something else. <laughs> Velcro collars. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I'm trying to be serious here. Why? Because I wasn't in the last episode. So it's my turn to be serious. Oh, we switched. Oh, we do that. We are yes. switches. <laughs> so this time it's my turn to be the serious adult one. I didn't know we could switch back and forth that easily between being serious <laughs> and not serious. Usually we're both stupid on this show. I like the term stupid. That's not Okay. Nice. Usually we're very not serious on this show no matter what. Neither be, one of I us. I can be serious. I can be silly. I can be not serious, but I don't want to be stupid. Okay. We'll just stick with serious and silly. Thank you. It'll help my feelings. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> You feel better? I, 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 gave, yes. I did that just for you. <laughs> that was very nice. Thank you. Okay. 
I hope people can even understand a fucking word you're saying. <laughs> Probably not, right. but I don't care. Collars today are used. I'm gonna get, get us back on track. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm the podcast dom right now. Collars today, though, have really become fascinating because they become a fashion statement. And people who are not kinky are wearing what we in the kink world perceive as collars. And it gets confusing. I took my daughter shopping. I was going to say, are you going to tell that story about your daughter? I took my daughter shopping and she decided she wanted a choker. The problem is, is every time we're looking at it, I kept calling it collar. And she's looking at me like, "What? it's a choker, mom. I'm like, I know. know, I'm sorry. Sorry. Now, thank goodness she already knows I'm kinky. So she knew where I was coming with it. But I just kept, I just, she's taking these things that I see. Other submissives wear to represent mm-hmm. and a see, collar, and there, and she's calling it a choker. We'll see. Back in the nineties, when we all wore chokers, because that was a thing, you weren't kinky, so you didn't know, and yeah. you wouldn't have made that mistake. But since the nineties fashion trends are coming back now, or have been back for a while now, I don't know where they're going at the moment, but yeah, we we wore chokers all the time. I had little plastic ones; they were cute. Aww. Well, I mean, I've seen chokers of all sorts and kinds and yeah, they look like they look like collars. (laughs) Well, I mean, you can wear like a little ribbon. I've seen people wear that as their collar. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're they're pretty hard to tell apart, but I'm sure your daughter was going for choker. She was. Yeah, she really was. Yeah, I can assure you she's made herself quite clear to me that she's vanilla and she's staying that way <laughs> we'll check back in in about 10 15 years and see if she still feels that way yeah we will Though, we'll mark it on our calendars my, to check da- back. my daughter's got future dom written all over her she actually really does she is one of the bossiest bitches i'm so proud of my little girl i know she gets that from you <laughs> yes yes she does <laughs> i raised her right now what collars mean is really debated even within the community it's as diverse a meaning as the callers themselves exactly for some people it means being owned so if i'm wearing my dom's collar it means my dom owns me yes some people are uncomfortable with the concept of being owned or being property so they don't view it that way they view it as just I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's a belonging. Yeah. It's not necessarily an owning, but it's just like, it's just a commitment to the other person. It shows that I want to be with this person. I want to say, yeah, I'm going to have this dynamic with this person. doesn't matter what the dynamic is. Right. My third Dom didn't believe in collars. So while we talked about the fact that I belong to him, that I was his. He was never going to put a collar on me because he thought that was silly. He didn't think you needed something to cement our commitment to each other. We were committed to each other. And the story need, didn't need like an outward symbol of it. No. Hmm. But then I've seen people who are married who don't feel a need to wear a wedding ring. It's like, or are committed to each other without getting married because they don't need the quote piece of paper. To, it's to it's push you know, their commitment I mean, to each their own that nobody really needs all of these symbols i mean a lot of people i know just get married because they need the insurance <laughs> yeah trust me i'll marry somebody right now for their insurance i'm pretty sure daddy jay married me for my insurance because it yeah. was 10 times better than his yeah. <laughs> i need to marry a government worker so i can get their insurance oh that actually sucks now you you should have married them back in the 70s i was a minor yeah well okay 
and not living in 80s? Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. Sorry if I've, in, Woo, if I've offended anybody go. in Arkansas. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, podcast Dom, get back to collars. Um, what did they used to look like? Right. I think they were leather. Yeah. Mostly. Because that's the traditional one that you always think of, right? Right. That's the ones that they had in Gore. That's the story of O one. It's the one that's always showing up in media. That's what everybody thinks. And with, with the O-rings. Don't forget yes, the O-rings. definitely the O-ring. Because remember, what's her name from Bonded? Got in trouble for that. Yes. She did. She I did. That. Look, I have one that is thick leather with three O-rings. And it's one of my favorites. I've actually slept with it on. I know. Because it. I found... Then my collar to be very comforting. And it was, especially because my relationship started long distance. Having a collar was a means for me to to have a reminder in my face of that commitment. So while I wore my necklace every day, to be able to put on the thick collar meant we were together because that's the only time I wore it is when we were physically together. So that was very special to me. I would go to sleep holding on to my collar so as if he was with me almost like a teddy bear exactly like a teddy bear i would hold on to it i remember having health issues and being in the hospital and having to have some procedures and i had to take my collar off because you can't have surgical procedures and have any jewelry on yeah i remember the first time that happened i cried i cried when i had to take off my necklace uh you know i i feel the same because when my collar broke i cried I cried buckets. And uh, for a really long time after that, I would reach up and try to like, you know how you kind of like mm-hmm. reach up to, you know, touch a necklace or, or whatever it is. It's not there. And I would freak out a little bit. And then I would realize, oh, it's broken. It's in my jewelry box. It's fine. I'll get it fixed. No problem. When once I moved here and was going to events and parties with him, I would always put on Actually, he would put it on me. That was how we would start the night. He would put the thick collar on me. When he and I broke up, I remember the very first time I went to the Baltimore Playhouse. Now, mind you, prior to this, I had gone to dungeons. I had gotten nude. I had done scenes. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. No problem. First time I went as a single person, I'd gone with a friend and I, I, went into the area and this is a co-ed area where you sit down and you change from your vanilla street clothes Mm -hmm. to your kinky clothes that you can walk around in. And I couldn't get naked because I didn't have the collar on. Like that was my superpower, that collar. And I didn't, I I was so uncomfortable. And my friend came and sat down with me and I said, how about I'll I'll just put the collar on. I mean, I know I'm not with him, but I'll put the, and he's like, you're not going to. You need to do this. You need to come out here the way you always do, just without the collar. And we sat together for, if I tell you, almost 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Because it was so hard for me. And I know you knowing me now and knowing what I'm like, yeah. like that feels so weird. But that's how much that symbol meant to me. See, now you just don't give a shit. You walk in, you strip right? off your outfit. You're like, I'm naked. Let's go. Yeah. And I- See, I, but that means that person was right. They were. His name is Sam. I don't know if he listens or not, but he was absolutely 100% right. And I so appreciate that he did that for me. He's also the first one to flog me because my dom didn't have 
floggers like this. Sam is the one who introduced me to the deer skin flogger that I oh, will that, ever yeah. love. Mm-hmm. But that's how much that collar meant to me as a symbol that I couldn't do anything without it and had to work up the courage and the strength. Obviously, not everyone's going to have that feeling for it, but I certainly did. And I know others do. So I'm just remembering there is a a person in our podcast, uh, one of our listeners, very special. She has a collar that she wears to work, but it looks like this really pretty necklace because it's one of those, it's got a chain. It almost looks like a choker. It's a little bit looser than a choker. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of hangs down by the collarbone, but on the little ring part that usually means, uh, I guess that's the O-ring part. So it's a chain with an O-ring. She attached this charm a really, really long charm with like little pearls and stuff on it. It's really, really beautiful. It is gorgeous. Wears it like a necklace all day long. Looks super fancy, but she wears it to work. Yeah. Listen, I know people have what's called eternity collars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And eternity collars, see if I can describe this so listeners can understand. It looks like a huge O-ring. Yes. That goes around the entire neck. Right. And for some people, once that goes on, it does not come off unless, of course, you have to have like surgery, in which case it's got to come off. But they don't have the key to take it off. Only their dominant is holding the key to take it off. Right. And that thing just never, ever comes off. Yeah. I I went through a period of time where I would go to conventions And one of the things at conventions is I wanted to just be there to learn and hang with friends. And I didn't want to be bothered by people who were interested. In playing and everything. In in other things. I would wear a collar to these conventions to be so I would be left alone. Right. And I think I've told this story before. The person who I was talking to was really interested in electro at your party. Yeah. And um Another person said, oh, you should just shock him. And I said, no. And they were like, well, why not? I was like, because he's wearing a collar. I'm not going to touch some other person's submissive without their permission. No. And that's what that's that's what that meant. And actually, it was really sweet because the collared sub who I was talking to looked at me and was just like super thankful for that. And he was like, thank you so much. Well, there's different kinds of collars. Yes. Now, not plenty. E- not everybody follows this line of thinking, but I figured for those who do, we'll talk about it. There is what's called the collar of consideration. And that is when you are embarking on a relationship with somebody. It's brand new. You haven't decided 100% that you guys are going to be a good match, but you're under consideration. And just to clarify, it's not just the submissive who's under consideration. It's the dominant too. It's the do- you're considering yeah. each other. Like, is this relationship going to work? And that's both parties' choice. So you have a collar that you wear to show that I'm off the market, I guess is what you would say. Potentially. Potentially, Potentially off the market. Sure. Now, one of the things that has come up, which I thought was interesting, is this idea that the collar of consideration is typically blue. What? It is? Yep. Oh, this was a big brouhaha, ha ha, kerfuffle. I don't know that it was a kerfuffle because I don't know how many other people saw it. Well, I don't know what the difference is between a kerfuffle and a brouhaha. They're very different. Okay. 
but don't make me explain them because okay they're just in my own in my own head sure but a lot of shit happens in my own head that i can't explain to other people also true <laughs> and you try to explain it to me on a regular basis and this is why most of the time i look at you like the what <laughs> what is what are you even talking about that's that's not a thing i think the difference is, is kerfuffles i'm involved in <laughs> are- i feel like brouhaha's would be bigger kerfuffles are more fun okay it's a more fun name okay so i think kerfuffles are a little less serious i like the word brouhaha haha haha ha-ha. yeah <laughs> it's supposedly back in the day because i again i try to research this and i have found articles where people said they're traditionally blue mm-hmm. but i couldn't find one that said how that started just that it is but when was the article written is it recent? Because then that doesn't count. They're more recent. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they're within if the 2000s. Going... Okay. Well, I don't know. Which scary enough is a 20 year span. But what? No. Span. Don't don't say that. Don't say that. The 80s were 20 years ago. Stop it. Sure. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's it. Yeah. You got weird shit in your head. That's mine. Okay. I'm not going to argue with All you. All right. That. The 80s were 20 years ago. Done. Supposedly, maybe it was old guard. That started it, but I can't find any proof. It's just person Z said it because person M said it because person B said it, but I can't find person A. I mean, I'm old guard. I've never heard of that. But then again, there's a lot of shit that I didn't know that I should have. So because I wasn't in the actual community for so long, mm-hmm. like the, the full on in-person community. Stop kicking me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a small space. I know. So if you hear somewhere... That a consideration collar has to be blue. I don't want to say that they're making shit up. <laughs> I just can't find. She doesn't want to say it, but she said it. I just can't find where it all started. That would actually, that would be something I'd be interested in knowing. See, that doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. I agree. It doesn't count. I agree. I'm fascinated in knowing. Just doesn't no, no. have that same. No, I'm, I can't, okay. I'm okay with you saying that. I, I would actually genuinely like people who know to like send us the information because that's something that would actually I I need to know and don't send me that well submissive guide said it I know submissive guide said it and that was the original brouhaha because people wrote what the fuck are you talking about see when we talk about it it becomes a brouhihi really (laughs) really (laughs) I'm just moving on I'm gonna ignore that completely (laughs) I would like concrete proof of where the hell that came from. I would too. So it doesn't have to be blue. It could be any damn fucking color you want. It could be purple. Want. It could be. <laughs> God, don't sing that TikTok thing to me. <laughs> it could be pink for fucking out loud. It can be pink. You are right. Thank rah, rah. you. It could, also, it could definitely be purple. It could be. If it makes you any happy, my original big thick leather collar with the O-rings is purple because that was my Dom's favorite Well, I told collar. you that my collar that I bought is pink. See? It's still in daddy's side drawer. Aww. Yeah, you've seen me wearing it. I know. And that was actually something else I wanted to bring up earlier. Um, you saw me wearing it to a party with the the really, really tall Dom yes. switch person that I had that time. Yeah. How awkward did I look in that collar? Weird. Yes. And that's another thing. You don't have to wear a collar if it's not your thing. And for me, I will wear the collar if it's from daddy but not that big, thick thing. I just, I can't. It looks ridiculous. I feel ridiculous. Everybody in the room was like, that's ridiculous. And for me, I love wearing them. I find great comfort in them. 
they're like security blanket for me. An yeah. oddball security blanket. But they're but not for still, everybody. No. It doesn't have to be. Like, if you're a submissive and you, you don't want to wear a collar, fine, don't. Nobody says you have to. The next type of collar is a training collar. For some people, they don't do a collar of consideration. They just go straight to a training collar. For some people, they do the consideration and then training. Some people don't do a training collar. Guess what, folks? Kink is customizable. You get to decide. You get to do whatever. But a training collar is exactly what it sounds like. You are training the submissive, and this is the collar that they are wearing until they pass the training period, and then they move on to the actual collar. Right. And again, there's nothing special about this collar, the training collar, that would differentiate it from any other collar. I mean, that's the cool thing is you get to assign the meaning to it. And again, that's that's what you bring up in negotiation. If you don't want to wear the consideration collar, fine, go straight to the training collar. Maybe it's a different color. Maybe you have different collars for each type of training you're doing. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I that, have... God, fucking shit. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even catch you that time. You did. Well done. You caught yourself. <clears throat> One of the interesting... Oh, God, now she's going to be doing it. <laughs> that... That's you. I said that, yeah. Okay, but I I thought I was interesting and you were so, but now we're switching. So I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> just that's so good. I know, but I don't even know what's happening anymore. One of the things that I have seen done, and I don't know how I feel about this yet, is this concept of the submissive earning a collar. And I don't mean earning it the same way you earn trust, you earn my respect, is it is it like performing tasks it to is. get it? Let's say, for example, one person I saw, it was a point system. Okay. And they needed to get to 100 points to earn their collar. And they were awarded points for different tasks, different things they had done. Mm-hmm. They lost points if they broke rules. And they needed to get to 100 points to earn the collar. Did they get it? They actually did. And, okay. And her goal was to get it by New Year's Eve. And she... She squeaked it out. Like, wow. By, like, like 1130 at night, she finally got enough points. So wait, wait, wait. So was the collar held in reserve until that time? Or? I guess so, yes. Interesting. God fucking <laughs> shit on a <laughs> stick. Yes. That's so cool. <laughs> Motherfucker. I'm done. I'm out. Finish this one by yourself. Okay, I can. I don't know how I feel about that concept of earning it in that way. I have no problem by saying I've earned the collar because I've showed my level of commitment to our relationship. The same way I would have no problem with saying the dominant, you know, uh, I've earned their dominance or the dominant has earned my submission. That I don't have a problem with. I'm not sure how I feel about this idea of this arbitrary number that I have to get to. Well, I mean, if you and the dominant agree to it, I don't see the problem. I had to earn my kitten like that. Earn your kitten? Yeah. When I was a kid, I was on a point system. I had to do, you know, certain chores and I had a chore chart. And then at the end of however many weeks, my reward was an actual kitten. I've seen that done a lot where you have like sticker charts. And once you get five stickers, you get this reward. This was after several months. It was to prove I was responsible enough to take care of a kitten. Yeah. I, I just, I guess I think what my problem is, I, I understand the idea that I need to prove my level of commitment. I need to prove that way. 
But if we're in a relationship, haven't I proven it? And that's why we're in the relationship. If I haven't proven it, if I haven't proven to you my level of being in a commitment, why are we in a dynamic at all? It can also be considered one of those high, high protocol mm-hmm. situations. You know, if you're going through the different collars, the different levels, I mean, think of it like a karate belt. You okay. Can, you do certain things, certain things that you have to get through in order to hit the next level, right? Right. And they, well, they do different colors and stuff too. But like, if you, if you want the next level, the next symbol, you have to do certain things to get there. Like, um, if this person wants a high, super high protocol relationship, but it's a very new person to high protocol, they're going to be going through different trainings of how to do the certain things. And I feel like that's a really cool reward every time you hit a new level of training. Okay. I, I could see that then if I've been given a training collar and now in order to go to the next step. Right. And in order to get your like permanent collar or your eternity collar. So maybe the eternity collar is the engagement ring or wedding ring. What's really funny is I think where I'm getting stuck with is this concept. That's great. That's what I've done. But what has the dominant done? Yes. Um, But once again, if that's in your negotiations and that's how you want to do your dynamic, like certain protocol situations, that's, that's how it's done. And if that's what you want to do in your dynamic, fine. But then again, you know, I'm the one that gave my daddy a collar. I don't know any other little that's given their daddy a collar. Well, we're going to talk about that because there's lots of other kind of different collarings that are a bit controversial in the kink world. And Yeah, I mean, I know that. I'm just I'm just pointing out. But that you're it's- not the only one. I know somebody else who submissive gave the, them a collar. Oh, the dominant. So you are not the only one. I want to meet them. That's cool. Okay. The next thing is protection collars. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. I haven't either, but I, I've heard of being under protection. I know yeah. you have somebody who's under your protection. I think I've got two. All right. Why don't you explain then what that means to be under protection? It really just means that I am the person that somebody has to go through in order to not not really talk to them, but to really like be their, not even their partner. It's just go through me if you want to come at them because they're new. They don't really know what's going on. In fact, one of them, she has her own partner now and it's been several years and I should probably take her off my protection, but I'm probably not going to because there's there's a different thing with it. But um, my other person that I have under protection is the one that I was talking about in a previous episode where there was like an incident mm-hmm. and I had to like come at these this other person and be like, no, 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 and take my girl away. I have her under protection so that I get her into parties with me. Mm-hmm. And she's basically, even if Daddy J is there, she's like our date so that she feels safer with us. And if there's something that happens, she can come to us. I keep an eye on her. It's like I'm actually physically there keeping an eye on her. I've seen other people who are under protection where they're new to the scene and it's like you have to go through this person, your protector, in order to talk to them in the first place. You have to message this person on FET in order to talk to that. Like, I would have to give permission for you to talk to my person under protection. There's lots of different ways to do it. Again, it's something you negotiate. It's something you talk about. And you say, all right, so this is how I view protection. How do you feel about that? Would you like to add anything? Right. It's it's an actual kink relationship. Yeah. Well, collar symbolize 
ownership and protection of some sort, right? Many kinksters are going to see somebody who's collared and assume they quote unquote belong to somebody. And it's a, it's a way to protect yourself. Look, guys, I, I belong. Somebody don't come at me. Well, that's what a protection collar is going to do, but it does it without there being a full relationship. So I, if let's say you were wearing my protection collar, mm-hmm. you could safely mingle without worry that maybe people would come on to you and bother you. Yeah, because in the kink community, the second you see a collar, most people go, oh. Well, they should. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, we, we've both run mm-hmm. into issues where that hasn't happened, but it's what it's supposed to mean. But but don't underestimate that collar because it's also signifying that the dominant is taking some kind of responsibility for the submissive. True. Right? And the submissive is representing the dominant, providing the protection. So there's still a relationship. Yeah. Well, like in my case with this one girl, I'm not we're, I'm not her dom. She's not my sub. But I could give her a collar if we're going to a party mm-hmm. so that it's like, no, 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 this person's mine. In fact, we straight up told one of the people at the party that she's my new girlfriend that we're dating so that he wouldn't go after her because he does that. It worked though, right? It totally worked. He still thinks we're dating. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell him. And hopefully he doesn't listen to this. No, he doesn't. It's okay. fine. All right, good. The next up is play collars. Now, play collars are those collars that you put on just for the scene mm-hmm. that you are doing. Or it could be you're going to the dungeon, so you're putting it on before you go to the dungeon. Traditionally, they're going to be a little bit more obvious of a collar. They're not 100%. I mean, it's really up to whatever collar you have. My thick leather collar with the O-rings, that would be my play collar. Some people, it helps put them in the mindset. So... Especially, for instance, let's say you are one of those very dominant during the day people. You have a very dominant kind of a job where you're in charge. The ability to be at home and put on that play collar helps switch your mind Mm -hmm. from your traditional day dominant mindset to your submissive mindset. I've seen a lot of people that put on like a kitten collar when they get home and that's when they get to switch over and, and be a kitten. Um, not, not necessarily pet play. It's like the baby girl kitten kind mm-hmm. of thing, but they put on their little ears and like, okay, I'm a kitten. I'm baby girl now. For me, that's, that's how I see it. I come home and I don't have to be the boss anymore. Right. I know people who have, it's a ceremonial thing. They will, when their spouse or partner or whatever comes through the door at the end of the day, they greet them by being on their knees by the door. Mm-hmm with their play collar on and that's how they get into the whole mindset that now I'm in my submissive mindset. I used to do that. I used to do that with that really, really tall switch. But a friend of mine, Mm -hmm. we would, um, I would pretend to come into the house because it was my house, but I would (laughs) pretend to come into the house and he'd be kneeling with the collar like held out for me because we, we were edging in into the more high protocol stuff. So that was one of the things that we used to do all the time. Yeah. And as I said, it's just a way to change your mind over. Ooh, we also did like I would wear something for for playtime if I were the one that was going to be subbing for that. And then we would the next time it would be him. So it was the same collar, though. All right. So day collars. Those are those collars that you can wear that maybe people don't necessarily know what it is. They're more subtle. As I said, I had my necklace. Dara, I know you said you had a necklace. I do. Don't and don't say had had. I, had. I still have it. Well, you have it. You're just it's not just wearing not it. On me. Sorry. 
And usually it's something that can pass in the vanilla world. You and your partner know it's a collar. You know what it means, but not anybody else does. Helps avoid awkward questions. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly why I got my necklace. Right? And it allows you to not give up what you consider an important symbol of your kinky relationship. But it keeps it private so you can mix with the vanillas. I think I've seen somebody wear a toe ring as well. Oh, I've never seen a toe ring. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you've seen a toe ring. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? I've never seen it used as a kinky symbol. Yeah, I just, I just remembered. I think uh, one of our friends actually mentioned that. Right? Some people even have multiple collars in different colors so they can match their outfits. I mean, not that I know anybody who does who? something like who that. Who does that? You know, who I mean, has who I mean, has arranges no. things like that and has a spreadsheet of what colors go with what colors and I all don't that need other to stuff. Have a, a, an actual spreadsheet, it might just be in my head. But I mean, I don't know anybody who actually would you know do something. No, like that, not a who single has person. Something like ten or twelve different colors, really, upon their mood. Really, mood colors. Well, because as I said, one is one collar was is an actual kitten collar, right? It's got pearls on it. Oh, my God. Pink and white pearls. Oh, my God. And it has a little crown charm dangling from it. So when I'm feeling a little more playful, I wear that. Mm -hmm. I have ones that are a little more traditional. So if I'm feeling a little traditional that day, I wear that. What? Why can't I match? (laughs) Nobody said your collar cannot be color coordinated to your outfit. I mean, yes, I'm nude, so whatever I wear is going to match. <laughs> but I, I just, it helps. It puts me in the right frame of mood, bitch. Right frame of mood? Yeah. M- mind? Mood. No, mood. Mood? Yes. Okay. Because I'm matching my mood. If I'm feeling playful, I'll wear the kitten collar. I'm just going to nod. Yes. Okay, thank that's, you. That's what I do best thank with you. Thank you. Yes, I just smile and nod smile and let you and go nod. with your... Humor me. I'm totally I am okay humoring with you. That. Oh, my goodness. Matching your collar to your outfit is so smart, Rara. Thank you. And just because I'm new doesn't mean I shouldn't still match. Of I've got my tone. I've got shoes on. You have to match your nail polish. Thank you. Absolutely. This is all I'm saying. I understand. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Permanent collars. Yeah, those are pretty much what the word says. Permanent. Those are the ones that Rara was talking about earlier with the eternity collar. Mm-hmm. It's um, for some of the relationships, it symbolizes your status as a permanent DS couple. And it can be as binding as a wedding band in this sense. It absolutely is. Let's talk about two controversial collars. The kerfuffle collars? Kerfuffle collars. Yeah, they're not kerfuffle collars, but they're controversial. They're, they're kerfuffling. The first one you mentioned, and that is the dominant wearing a collar. Mm-hmm. As I said, I, I know one other person who told me that she wears a collar that her submissive partner gave to her. And she views it no different than the submissives view their collars. It is a sign of her commitment to the submissive, to the dynamic, to her responsibilities as a dominant. I love that idea. There, It symbolizes their responsibilities as a dominant. Isn't that what a wedding ring does? It symbolizes your responsibilities to your partner and your commitment to your partner. Why can't callers be like that? Well, we were talking about this and I had a thought. Oh, dear God. So I'm going to share this and you may agree. You may oh, disagree. We're out of time. Oh, no, 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 no. no. 
back in the olden days. This right? is pre-COVID? Long even before that. Oh. Okay. I didn't know time existed before yes. COVID. Traditionally, you thought as, of submissive as women and men as dominant, right? Same way, traditionally, in w- married couples, the woman wore a wedding ring, but the man did not. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. Right? And so I was wondering, is it traditional for the submissive to wear a collar and for the dominant to wear nothing because we come from that time of where traditionally women wear wedding rings and men don't? Haven't we moved past that enough, though? It takes a while for traditions to change. And based upon what I see in social media, this concept that the women are submissive and the men are the dominant is still very much an issue. Well, that's also because gore. Right? This is something I'm constantly fighting. This is something a few of my other friends are constantly fighting where we're, we seem like we're forever writing comments on people's social media accounts going, can you just take the gender out of this, please? Because it's not every submissive is a woman and not every dominant is a man. Nope. And let's not forget that some of these people identify as neither or both or both or gender fluid or whatever. Yeah. So gender has nothing to do with it. But I just wondered if that's where it came from, this concept of the dominant does not wear a physical symbol. It could be. I mean, historically speaking, that does sound about right. I still think it's stupid. Well, I think we can change it. I think new generations can change it. Well, once again, I'm going to point out, I gave my daddy a collar. It is a leather manly bracelet. And he wears it all the time. Which just goes to show, A, you can give your dominant a collar, and B, collars don't have to be a literal collar. I win. I broke everything. There you go. All the molds. I totally Mazel win. The next big thing is, and we've talked about this in other episodes, so if I'm repeating myself too bad, uh, is self-collars. Oh, yeah. That was a massive kerfuffle. Right? I like that word now. See? I've got everybody using kerfuffle. It's great. Aftercare salami, kerfuffle, it all works. (laughs) Self-collaring, I will confess wholeheartedly, when I first heard about the concept, I thought it was ridiculous. I thought it was silliness, and I didn't understand it. And then you looked in the mirror. Which was really funny because I self-collared a long time ago and didn't even realize that's what the fuck I had done. (laughs) So, (laughs) by wearing a collar to kink events so that people would think I was taken and I could take pressure off, right? Self-collar. Self-collar. No different than, and I don't know if other people have done this. I confess I did this in my my single days. Not that I'm not single now. Single-ish. Because I'm poly, so I have a partner, but I'm, yeah. I'm always still looking. We all, many of us, would have simple gold wedding bands that when we would want to go out to the bars, we'd put those on. I've heard of stuff like that. I've actually seen people wear like fake engagement rings for the bling and be like, nope, my, I'm taken. Yeah, that's self-collaring. Just thought I'd mention that. It's a protection collar, right? It's, it basically is what it is. It's, it's a protection it, collar. Just an imaginary protector, but it's a protection collar. Of course. Right? When I chose, when, when Voldemort and I broke up and I had been wearing my necklace, which as I said, was like a security blanket, a source of comfort to me. I couldn't imagine not having it on. It would be weird. But I knew I had to take off what he gave me. It said slave. 
Yeah, he and definitely from him. had to do that. So I switched out the charm for slave for a crown, a blinged out crown, because this is me. And I said to myself, I am wearing this to indicate that I am a fucking princess and I will only accept somebody who treats me like a fucking princess and treats me at a certain high standard and I will accept nothing less. And that was my commitment to myself. Well, that's what self-collaring is, folks. Same way when you take a, a collar from somebody else and you are committed to, to that, that person. person and that dynamic, a self-collar means you are committed to yourself and in whatever way you wish to commit to yourself, mm-hmm. right? Now, my self-collar then expanded. My girlfriend gave me a beautiful necklace and I wore that for uh, for a while until she and I broke up. And then I said... This is it. I am establishing who and what I am. And that is why I now wear a necklace that says princess. Literally says princess on it. And I remember when you were posting pictures of it in our chat and you were like, which one should I get? (laughs) And it is ultimately a self collar. I just never thought about it as that. But that is when you talk to people who say they self collar, that's what they're referring to. It is a promise and a commitment to themselves. Now, back to our Dom situation. I know of a Dom who did just that, who bought himself a collar, what he termed a collar, it was not a traditional collar. Right. But he he bought himself a collar because this was on TikTok. And he made a whole TikTok about how he was wearing that as a commitment to himself. So it was it was double because it was the dominant wearing a collar and it was the self collar. Yeah. Well, he was just taking on the world that day, wasn't he? Right. Exactly. Now, I don't, I don't, I went as a self collar wear a leather collar with O rings. Mm-hmm. Now, I would wear that as a protection collar if I'm going someplace that I don't wish to be bothered. But I wouldn't, to me, that would not be a self collar. That would be the protection collar. Okay. In my head. Yeah. I guess to me, the self collaring is a little more subtle. But oh, by the way, they have beautiful collars on Etsy. There's a lot of collars on Etsy, a lot of different places. Um, and I will try to put together a list of some recommended. Oh, yeah. Like get the stores from, from a lot of yeah. like they, They're so pretty. There is one collar maker in particular, and he has no idea I'm going to do this, and he's going to be so excited. So I'll have to let him know that I've done this, called Elegantly Owned. Oh, yeah. And I've actually bought a beautiful bracelet from them made with chain mail that I love. It's pink. I know. We're shocked, right? Another one, and I'll also send a message to her, is Rad Babe Creations. I bought from her, not I bought paddle from her, but I also bought another beautiful chainmail bracelet that I guess you could say are sort of like self-collars in bracelet forms for me. Of course. Sure. You right? can say that. Because I don't know traditional, I don't know people, vanilla people who tend to wear a lot of chainmail. I could be well, totally if wrong. Going to Renaissance fair, sure. Yeah, but how many Renaissance fair people are vanilla? That's did, did, also a good that, point. did we see a Venn diagram? Yeah, we did. We did do that. <laughs> if anybody has any others, I am happy to add those to graphics and give people ideas of where they can get collars. I will include pictures of different kinds of collars. I've seen collars with locks on them, like the heart shaped mm-hmm. lock. I see a lot of graphics in your future. I'm happy. Graphics are my happy place. <laughs> so it could be 
lots of different things. In fact, if you look, I know I posted a while ago on my TikTok page, people had asked when I, when the whole argument about collars first started, people have asked about my collars. So I put together pictures of my collars and posted that on the TikTok page. You'll just have to go back about, I think a month or two. Okay. Trying to think of when this episode comes out versus when I posted that picture. But about a month or two, go back. So God knows how many TikToks that would be. You'd have to go through. So many. But I'll, I'll post on Instagram different pictures of some of the collars that I've, that I've had. Give me a chance to show off all the ones of the different colors. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of my, my uh, pink rose leather one, too. There you go. So wrapping everything up, collar does not need to be a literal collar. If you do want to make it a literal collar, get a goddamn pet collar. Because guess what? It's only a dog collar or a cat collar if a dog or cat are wearing it. The minute a human wears it, it's a human collar. <laughs> That'll show them. I, well, I, I just, you know, and if you want to wear one that looks like that's got spikes on it, you know how I feel about spike things. I'm totally okay with it. Just be careful you don't cut yourself. Again, that's what I used to wear in the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I was goth. What do you want from me? <laughs> but a collar can mean whatever you need it to mean. Just sit down with your partner and make sure that the two of you have the same meaning for that collar. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife. We are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are The Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast and check out our pink kink swag available on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help us. And don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted. 